Hello, welcome to this episode of the Independent Dealer Podcast. Today, we are talking convention. Luke? Yes, sir. Who do we have the joy of speaking with today? So we have my favorite executive director of any uh, uh, independent automobile dealers association, Mr. John Brown from the CIADA. He's been our executive director, I guess, for around 10 years, John? Uh, it'll be 10 years this uh, September. Yes, sir. Awesome. 10 years, and he does a wonderful job. We're one of the largest associations in the country. Uh, he runs it a tight ship, and uh, we've got a convention coming up, a regional convention that's uh, going to really take the place of, of some of the other states not having it. We're going to discuss that today. Hey, John, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. I've got car blood like everybody else does. It's probably listening and running through their veins. I you know, my background is I uh, started about eight years old and my uncle's used car lot, pumping up tires and washing cars. And I don't encourage you to do that today because child welfare services might come after you. But uh, that's how I got my start. I went off to college, um, was fortunate enough to be able to s spend a little bit of time in government. Um, I had the fortunate, <laughs> fortunate uh, pleasure to be able to work for then. Uh, Vice President George Herbert Walker Bush, and as he was president, uh, got married, had some children, decided I needed to have, him, have an honest job, went back into the car business, went to work for uh, one of the top five auto parts producers in the world, then jumped over to uh, Rolls-Royce Corporation, and then got recruited from them uh, to come uh, to the CIADA as the executive director um, great he, experience dealing with people. And he's been with us for about 10 years now. And I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you, he's the reason we're where we are today. And we really appreciate that, John. We appreciate your time today. You are listening to the Independent Dealer Podcast with hosts Luke Godwin and Jeff Watson. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's do this. Um, generally speaking, the independent dealer um, needs representation across the board. They need edu education. Uh, they need to know what's going on in their particular states, and therefore the IADAs of their states, which also participate on the national level, bring that service to them. Likewise, they're affected in every aspect of their life by government, local government, state government, and nationally. So again, your IADA allows you that connection to help you make your maze through the many, many regulatory bodies that govern your dealership each and every day. Generally, um, membership is very affordable. In the Carolinas, it's uh, 25 bucks a month or 2.99 a year. Uh, most states are in that range. And then that automatically uh, gives you a membership in the national organization as well, which also helps uh, again, on, on a much wider basis with a, with a national government and then allows all the local IADAs to team with dealers across the street, across the nation, not just across the street, uh, to learn, to get better, and to learn from each other so that we sell more cars and become more profitable. I mean, you guys are the true essence of entrepreneurship in America. And we need to get past and we need to get beyond the fact that profit is a dirty word and we're there to help you. And we're there to make sure that everybody understands 
to be a viable business, you have to make a profit, make it fairly. If people don't believe it, it's fair, they can take their business someplace else. But we're there to help represent the dealers who are members of the organization. That's a, it's so important in my opinion to be a member. Um, so I know this, if we, if we become members of our state organizations, there's a ton of benefits that come with that that actually would pay for your, your membership. Isn't that right, John? Absolutely. I mean, the two quickest uh, ways to pay for your membership is, and most states do this as well, and that is you get deal in discounts at the auctions. In the Carolinas, uh, we, have, we have over uh, 12, 15 auctions that offer $300 off your buy and sell fees. So if you just went to two or three, oh, if you just went to one auction, because membership's $299, you went to one auction through that year, uh, you would have your $300 worth of credits in buy and sell fees. That would more than pay for your membership for that year. If you go to three auctions, you know, I'm a public educated guy, so three times uh, $300 is $900. You made $600 uh, just by being a member. Plus, we give you discounts with vendors, you're fixing cars, you're re replacing parts, you get a discount at AutoZone, you get a discount at CarQuest. So it more than pays for itself just to be a member. Plus, probably the most important aspect is when D when something happens with your local DMV, this is across the country, you are not going to get an email generally from your DMV saying something changed. Our members get that email from us saying, hey, guess what? This regulatory change is about to happen this fee is going to change and we send that information out to the dealer so that they're aware of it so that they're in compliance yeah so and that's the thing i i, I don't think people realize for the price it's a drop in the bucket right i mean the education that you get and on the state level right and i know each state is kind of different they have a different level of involvement you know texas is from what I understand, a huge association that's very active. Your Carolinas is great. Utah, not quite as active. We've got an association. Not a lot of people participate. We can't get dealers kind of in it. But they do have occasional education on the state level too, right? Like you don't have to just go to national convention. Oh, no, absolutely. Um, you know, we offer education classes, of course, in North and South Carolina. We have mandated classes that are mandated by the government, which were approved to teach as well, but then we offer education uh, each and every month, uh, whether it's title cl classes so that the people who are in your dealership who are doing the titles and registration, that they can understand where the most the most frequent mistakes are that we hear from the DMV, so we teach them how to do that titling and that registration. We have F&I classes, we have sales classes, we have just about any kind of class that you want available to help the, the principal owner or their employees to learn how to do their job better, more effectively, and, and again, make more money on the back end. That's one thing I found is that here in Utah, when you do your dealer license renewal class, it's a three-hour, quote, three-hour online thing where most dealers just jump on and click through the pages and hit the buttons at the end, but they also offer an in-person up until this year, but in the past, and I know going forward, they had an in-person renewal class. And that was, that to me was just so invaluable. It was, it was basically me, one other small dealer in my, you know, kind of corner of the state. And then a couple title clerks from some of the new car stores 
But the information that we got directly from our state association rep was just so invaluable to actually have a conversation about the new laws that are coming out and the legislation hurdles and changes to policy. Uh, just being there in person and going to those in-person classes is way more valuable than just clicking through the online renewal and just getting your license done. Yeah, I think, I think yeah, Jeff, that, that's, that's so key. Um, I'm sorry, John, I didn't mean to cut you out there. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say you're absolutely right. The interaction with dealers in the classroom is so valuable because you're learning from each other because you're experiencing these things every day. And, and, and that, that's the biggest part of, a, of, a, of an in-person class. Now, we offer classes, you know, um, uh, online. We call it CE on TV. Uh, we now offer it online as well. We've done Zoom. We do do Zoom classes as well, mm. which is kind of the, the new, more, more modern fix. Now through, you know, COVID-19, more people are used to using Zoom and Microsoft Teams and the rest. So uh, we, we try to give the customer what they want, just like you have to in your dealership. Yeah. So now my hang up is this, Luke, I think both of you guys could probably speak to this. Um, in Utah, we don't do a annual convention, right? It's just not strong enough of an association to have an annual convention. Can I come to other states' conventions as a Utah member, or do I need to be a Texas or a South Carolina member to attend your guys' annual convention? And is it just gonna be so full of state-specific stuff that there's no point for me to even attend it? John, go no, ahead. That's a, that's a great question, and, and here in the Carolinas, each and every year we welcome um, dealers from all over the country um, and, and would welcome you from any state to come. We get a, uh, we have the availability with our education uh, on at our annual meeting at our expo to deviate from the state mandate. And so we're able to expand. So it's more of a general education as opposed to state specific. Now we'll have side classes that are specific to North and South Carolina regulations, but the general um, education is for everybody. You can learn, anybody can learn uh, with, with that education. We're talking about topics that apply to everyone, uh, whether it's you know how to do a repossession correctly or how to do financing correctly or how to do a sales correctly. Um, these classes cut across doesn't matter what state you're in, et cetera. We're, we're fortunate this year uh, because so many states have um, canceled. Our event has turned into a regional event. And as of this morning, uh, we have, I believe, nine states uh, dealers uh, registrations already. Mm. We and the District of Columbia. Um, wow. So we're, we're expecting a, a, a good mix. We have, we, have, um, we have people coming from Alabama. We've got people coming from Virginia, et cetera. And so, yes, we welcome you. In most states, uh, all my colleagues do the same thing. They welcome. We've got, uh, uh, we, we've, I've got my colleague from, uh, from Ohio coming down and those kinds of things. Yeah, so, so as an out-of-state dealer and a non-Carolina's non association member, am I going to pay more for my registration fee to attend your convention, this regional convention? And then maybe tell me what percentage of the education classes, like 
am I going to have a full track of education or is it going to be like, I'm going to be 50% educated because 50% of the classes being held are specific to East coast or Carolinas. Like, am I a Utah, California dealer? Like, am I going to get a week's full of education? Yeah. Uh, well, in this case, our conference, uh, unlike the national organization, but I'll talk a little bit about the national organization. Um, the short answer is yes, you are going to get a full um, conference days. Um, and in IADA, it's three and a half days. And then CIADA, it's basically two and a half days uh, of education. Now, when we have our state-specific classes, those are running at the same time. So those state dealers that need to send their, and that's why we advertise it this way, we say bring your F&I person so that they can go to the F&I class if you need to go to the state titling class. So you can cover it all at the same time. But uh, cost-wise, uh, all dealers uh, get, get charged the same amount. And I would certainly, uh, because I'm the executive director and Luke's been on my board, uh, he, can, uh, he can reach out and slap me electronically if he needs to, but I would say that anybody who's listening to this, uh, to this uh, broadcast, if you call in to the CIADA at this point in time and you say, hey, I just was listening to this, uh, this, this uh, webcast, uh, we'll give you a buy one, get one free. So uh, bring, you know, bring a principal. If you bring your spouse or your better other or somebody else from your dealership, we'll give you that one free. Wow, boys just, and girls, it, did you hear that? Buy one, get one free if you mention yeah. the podcast. I like and that. And where is this at? Well, I guess I should say because there's nothing free. I guess I should because the, because the Consumer Financial yeah. Protection Agency says there's Have nothing free. Price say, buy, buy one, get one complimentary. There you go. I like it. Hey, this episode is brought to you by TheIndependentDealer.com. This is our website. It's a great place to learn everything about the show, stay in contact with Luke and I, see where we're going to be speaking next, and check out all of our back episodes and content from The Independent Dealer Podcast. So visit the website, subscribe to our email list, and stay in contact with us. Back to the episode. With, um, John... So how many states aren't having conventions this year and how many typically do? So what is there? Um, how many state associations are there? Because there's not one for every state. Um, yeah, gen generally, there's about 37 or 42 yeah. states. This year, there's less than a handful. I mean, less than five that I can think of uh, that are actually having conventions this year. And, and you know, what's, what's interesting there is um, South Carolina is in the convention is, I'd like to mention in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and um, our state is is very red, and we uh, we typically just go forward with whatever, right? And so, um, which is which is fine. Um, is it going to be? Is this convention compared to other times going to be a little different? I mean, we are living in different times, um, and people do have concerns about about the virus. What um, what what are we doing differently to to help protect people? And uh, you know, what what's the deal? Sure. Um, the quick answer to that question is we're working and been in contact um, certainly on a weekly basis right now with the hotel. Uh, we're at the we're at the uh, uh, the Kingston Hilton, which is a brand new facility. They've just redone it. It's just opening up the first of July uh, after about an eight month renovation. So we're the first conference in. Um, 
and uh, but we're working with them. So we'll be doing not only social distancing, but we'll have uh, uh, face masks. We'll have hand sanitizer. We'll be, you know, trying to maintain six um, feet between all of our uh, our guests. Our our conference actual expo where we have the booths will be set up with more space between the booths to meet those uh, those kind of CDC guidelines and we'll try to do everything we can, but certainly uh, ask the participants, they have to do their job as well. They have to come prepared if they need, uh, you know, bring their own face mask, bring their own hand sanitizer. Uh, you know, we, uh, we'll, have, we'll have people taking temperatures at the door and all that. Well, John just had a great idea to sell to a vendor. You need to get a vendor to buy a face mask for the whole, for the whole conference. Yeah, we're, 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 working on, we're working on that and hand sanitizer, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, face mask with their logo like, across the front yeah. of it. I mean, yeah. How many yeah. people want Mannheim across Jeez. the face mask? Right? <laughs> yeah, they love that. <laughs> uh, that, that. That's an awesome job. What, um, so states don't can compete typically with a national convention. I mean, there, there's, there's a big difference. Um, right. This year, you know, we're about a typically – the national convention is two months before our convention. And this year we're a month before national. Um, I don't think there's any conflicts there. Um, and there's going to be different, you know, different tracks at both. What can a, a dealer get out of coming to our convention and then going to national if they wanted to, or coming to our convention price wise, probably a little cheaper than going to national. Um, what are the benefits that, that you see in the difference? Yeah, I mean, price-wise, ours is uh, significantly less money uh, to register. It's basically, uh, like I say, about $300 to come uh, to register. And then you've got your hotel costs, but that's on the individual. But So it's much less expensive from a registration perspective. And then the big thing that we're doing um, um, at our conference this year will be um, almost all of the education except for one segment that I can think of where we're uh, having the professionals from the tax side talk about tax, uh, PPP, SBA loans, those kinds of things from the accountant side. Almost every other um, education session is dealer-led. It's it's a dealer panel, it's a dealer-led, you know, it's the Tracy Myers, it's, it's the Luke, it's the Jeffs of the world. It's the other dealers saying that they've experienced, that they're excelling in this area. So we've asked them to come in and teach that particular subject matter, whether it's F&I from, you know, again, we've got the best of the best, the 20 group leaders, two of the 20 group leaders from NIAA coming in and teaching classes. So it's really dealer-led, dealer-focused. And the dealers are there to ask their questions and they're going to get answered by dealers who are doing and experience the same thing that that question is being asked from. A whole lot different from an instructor-led perspective. How many dealers are we expecting? Um, Well, I'd love to have, you know, 125 to 150 dealers with about 60 to 65 um, uh, vendors there. About two to one is what we'd like to have. Um, um, now because of COVID, um, you know, who, who knows what will happen, but I'm still fairly optimistic. Uh, 
we're, we're, you know, South Carolina, as you said, Luke's open for business. Um, the beaches are, are, are open. So we also make it a family event. So you'll have some family time basically on Saturday to do those family things. And uh, the, the dinner family uh, or, or Friday night at the expo is family oriented. All the, uh, many of the um, exhibitors give out prizes and awards and often kids win these things. So um, we be, uh, like I say, it's a fan and we build it as a family event. That's a, uh, that's great. I let, I'm just going to go over the agenda real quick, Jeff. So people will have an idea of what, what we're looking forward to. Okay. Um, and it's starting on Thursday, August the 6th. Um, and it looks like John, y'all got. When you say start, Luke, give me a little bit of logistics just behind that. The sixth, like I need to be there in the morning of the sixth. You need to be there in the morning of the sixth if if you want to take advantage of both days. And so that means you need to come in Wednesday night. Um, So the fifth. Okay. So um, runs the seventh. And on the sixth, it looks like two NIADA 20 group leaders are going to be going to be there, which is great. And if you listen to this and don't have your license yet, there's going to be North Carolina and South Carolina pre-licensing on that day as well. Hmm. Friday, Friday is the dealers helping dealers. So uh, Tracy Myers is going to be the keynote. He's starting at nine o'clock. So even if you do come in Friday instead of the Thursday, some people can't leave for two days. That's understandable. Um, but Tracy's kicking it off. Then Jeff, you know, Jeff Watson guy. What? <laughs> you got <laughs> me on uh, the schedule? <laughs> yeah. He, he's up from 10 to 11 and, we're, and Jeff's going to talk about, uh, marketing and, and new gadgets uh, in, in our industry. Um, then we're going to have a lenders panel. And, you know, sometimes you hear us talk too much about buy here, pay here. Well, there's not going to be a lot of talk during that time about it. Lenders panel is going to really focus on what lenders are, are strong um, in, your, in our region or nationally. And some of the dealers that use them, and we've got some big dealers in South Carolina really, and North Carolina that, that can really speak to this. Um, and then you got to be fed. Um, and then we've got, um, some CPAs, um, that are going to be there. I know Brandon, uh, Wilson from HHM and hopefully we can get someone from CLA possibly, um, to sit on a panel. Cause there's a lot to talk about right now with PPP, SBA loans, some new tax guidance that, that we really need to, to look at. Um, two o'clock, we're going to do a podcast. Nice. You cool with that, Jeff? I'll do it. So we're, we're going to have a panel. We're going to take questions. Um, it's going to be awesome. Um, and then it looks like we got some compliance. You always got to have compliance. People don't, people don't want to hear it, but you got to have somebody talk about compliance. Um, and then sales training with uh, Marshall's owner and me and to end the day. And, and there's so much time in there to network, to nice. talk, to really just have a good day. And that expo that night, you're going to have so much fun there. Um, and Saturday, it looks like Tracy's doing the uh, unfair advantage. Um, so you get Tracy back Saturday morning, and you can also go to beach. So um, I, I think it's going to be a, a great agenda, it looks like to me, John. Thanks. Yeah, I would say, you know, the, on the compliance side, even on the compliance side, I mean, we're going to have people like Sean Peterson uh, doing that. So, again, direct connection with the dealer. He's the senior vice president of legal for NIADA. Every day deals with compliance on a national level, gets bugged by us state leaders on what the heck we should be dealing on the state side, too. So um, it's again, it's a, it's almost a, a dealer to dealer type presentation on on some compliance issues and uh, what we're seeing going on uh, at, at, from a regulatory 
uh, perspective, not only nationally, uh, but uh, statewide as well. You know, one thing that just, just came to my mind, John, and, and it, you know, we, we haven't really talked about this before on the podcast, but can you speak to the, the need our industry has of people wanting to serve on state boards um, for their association? Um, I, you know, I did it for, I guess, when we were on there for eight years or so, and, and a lot of people we have on are really involved, but um, we're always looking for good dealers to, to get involved, um, to call your director. You know, what's the best way to reach out for someone who's not involved and, and maybe they're a member, they need to get involved. Well, what do you, what do you think people should do? Yeah, I mean, uh, first of all, uh, there's a lot of different ways they can reach out. Uh, the most obvious way they can reach out is even if they don't know anybody, they could call the CIADA and ask for the, you know, the executive director of their state. And then that, that individual, myself, you know, we'd have a discussion with them about the benefits and then, we, you're absolutely correct. We are always looking for dealers uh, that bring every perspective that we can think of to the table, whether it's buy here, pay here, whether it's traditional sales, whether it's cash sales, whether it's a minority member, uh, you know, again, uh, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, I, I talked to a gentleman not long ago who 100% of his dealership is exporting. Mm-hmm. Um so you know, getting them involved. Um, so if you can't, if you can't remember that, um, you can. If you're standing in, in the auction lane, you can always go talk to the to the head of the auctions because all of those folks know us. We're in touch with them. Doesn't matter again what state you're in; they can put you in contact with us uh, through the auctions, where we know over 94% of independent dealers buy and sell their automobiles through the auction. Or again, your vendor, if you're dealing with your vendors, that they're more than likely a vendor uh, associate member um, because they want to reach as many dealers as too. So there's a lot of different ways to get in touch with us. But yes, uh, we can't have enough, um, uh, enough representation of, because it takes the, uh, the more experienced dealers as well as the younger dealers who are selling everything via online and changing the paradigm versus the kick the tire type dealership of, you know, my parents' generation and all that. And probably most important about, um, you know, the kinds of folks we want involved and to get involved is that, um, you know, certainly in the Carolinas and in other states, uh, we also offer um, a quality dealer of the year award. We want to know, if you're at the top of your game, let us know because we want to show you off uh, to the rest of the country and compete nationally. And we're we're lucky to in North Carolina that we've had uh, uh, national winners and state winners. Luke's a state winner as well, and and um, uh, so that. And then more importantly of that, we know that independent dealers are in their communities doing great things. They're sponsoring the little league teams. They're doing brownies, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, whatever it may be. And we give out a community award as well because we want to recognize the involvement you have in the community. And then, just as importantly, if the dealer, uh, the dealer principal and his immediate family or their immediate family and any employee who works for them, and in Carolinas, we give out, um, generally, we give out in the neighborhood of five 
scholarships every year, uh, which we give at the annual meeting. And uh, you can apply for a scholarship. If you've got an employee who you're sending to trade school to learn how to do something, and there's tuition involved, apply for a scholarship. Uh, we, give, we give back. Uh, so we want to make sure we give it back to the dealers and their families and their, their associates working for them. So that, you know, just, there's just more to it than just, you know, being educated and those kinds of things. We like to be involved in all the aspects of the dealership life because that's what makes you successful. John, one, one other thing I just want to touch on, can you speak to the importance of your job when it comes to state regulations and, and laws that are, that are made? I, I think one of the, the big things that diggers don't understand is that um, it, it's your job and the association job to protect us as dealers from, from laws where people don't understand. Uh, can you talk about some things maybe that we've been able to strike down in the Carolinas and, sure. and maybe actually some stuff that, that's helped us out as well? Sure. Well, yeah, a couple of different things that come to mind. And yes, we're involved and it's important that all the state organizations, I know they do have relationships with their DMVs. I'm fortunate to have a very good working relationship with both uh, uh, the North Carolina DMV and the South Carolina DMV and not just at the, at the commissioner level, but in the rank and file. So when I need something done or I'm having an issue getting titles, I can call them up and Sometimes we don't like the answers, but we get we get an answer. Um, but just uh, uh, so it's important to be involved legislatively, and we're we're involved legislatively. So when something comes up, or what when we want to have something accomplished, we can get it done. And just to give you a couple examples that are real time, um, uh, last uh, January, um, the North Carolina DMV. Um, decided that they were going to require all uh, new dealers and all DMV uh, and all uh, um, dealers who are going to renew to have to have a full background check, national fact background check, which we don't object to. Um, but you also had to be fingerprinted to be a dealer. And we objected to that. We live in America where you're not guilty of anything until you're found guilty by a jury of your peers. So the idea of being fingerprinted just to obtain your license, we think went far too far. We met with the commissioner and um, convinced the commissioner that uh, he should rethink that process and they pulled it back from the table. And um, currently we have a piece of legislation that um, is being heard uh, right now in the, in the state legislature, which would actually prohibit legislatively the DMV from obtaining fingerprints uh, from the dealership. So we're, we're taking it to the full extent to protect the dealer. Likewise, in South Carolina, uh, some important changes that are coming along. Uh, we're working with uh, the DMV on... Uh, there's a program that will be announced soon where the DMV, uh, because of public record laws, uh, will make dealer infractions public uh, records. Um, so that if you've been cited by, a, by, a, by an inspector and you have three points on your record, 
the public's going to be able to go on this website, as I understand it, look up John Brown Auto Sales and see if I have any, any infractions. Um, but we're working with the DMV since they made that decision to do that. We're working with the DMV to say, wait a minute, we, we understand public record laws. You have to give access to that. So why don't we be proactive and allow the dealer an opportunity to get educated on those infractions and to get those points eliminated off their record? Like if you go to driving school or something like that with DMV. So we're going down that path to try to work with DMV to be able to get dealer further education and deal with these infractions. Those are two live examples of stuff that's going on right now. We also, here we're almost in July 1, in every state, um, fees are gonna change, July 1. So getting information out to the dealers that your title fees are going up, that your registration fees are going up, that your you know, every fee that does this and that are going to go up to make sure that when they start uh, after July 1 that they're charging the right fees uh, to the dealer. Otherwise, they'll be, or to the customer, otherwise they'll be taking that out of their pocket. Well, those are some great things, John, and we really appreciate your time today. Jeff, you got anything else? No, I think that's it. I, I, my only question is logistically. I mean, again, Luke, I need to be there. Everyone wants to be there Wednesday night and plan on leaving Saturday night? Saturday, Sunday you, can leave, you can leave Sunday morning or Saturday afternoon. It kind of depends on, you know, okay. what all you want to stay for. And um, what's the closest airport? Well, Myrtle Beach uh, Airport's close. Okay. Uh, you could, Jeff, you could fly to Columbia, ride down with me. Uh, yeah. Charlotte. Um, Charlotte, yeah. Charlotte's not far. And, um, is that, a, is that a, a rental car from Charlotte? How far is Charlotte to Myrtle? How far is that, John? It's right around three hours. Drive yeah. interstate the whole way. Three yeah, hour drive, rent a car, drive three hours or fly in. Okay, logistically, I'm figuring out how to get me, my beach chairs, my boogie board, <laughs> everything to the beach. But I think I can pull it off. So I, I'm so excited, guys. I think it's, I think dealers gotta, are ready to get together and get educated. I agree. What's yeah, the best way? It's been a long spring with COVID-19 and being kind of in a lockdown. That's what we're hoping for. Come to the beach, relax, bring your family, bring that boogie board, get your flip-flops on, get some education. Again, this is informal. You can come to education in your Hawaiian shirt and your shorts and, <laughs> and you know, your flip-flops and have a good time. That's right. John, what's the best way? Is it, should we call the CIADA or should we go to the website? What's the best way for us to, to register? Sure. Um, uh, you, can, you can go to the website, www.v, so it's T-H-E, C-I-A-D-A, otherwise you end up in Colorado. Um, uh, or you can call us at uh, 704-455-2117. And whoever answers the phone will take care of your registration and all those kinds of things. If you need a hotel room, you can let us know and we can uh, get you hooked up through the, uh, uh, through the portal with the hotel or help you make that reservation uh, with the Hilton directly, which is directly attached to the, uh, the Hilton Convention Center. Uh, you don't ever have to walk out in the bad weather or the hot right. sun if yeah. you don't want to. But, but in, order right to get, in order to get the Independent Dealer Podcast buy one, get one deal, we need to call you. Call the yeah, phone call number. Call us. Yeah, yeah. 704-215. 
455 All right, guys, write that down. Call John. Yep. Get your buy one, get one. So and then reach out to us I'll if y'all need to figure that out. Yeah, yeah we'll have links in the show notes. If they start calling in, uh, asking for the buy one, get one complimentary, that they'll know what the heck I just did to them. Tell you that the pod, tw- pod 2020 uh, code there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, John, yeah. <laughs> John, we really appreciate your time. Thank you. And uh, look forward to seeing well, thank you. you. In a month we'll or see you in a couple of weeks at the beach. Thank you for joining us today. Hope this episode inspired you to take positive action. Remember to subscribe so you get each episode the day it comes out. And we would love your help spreading the word. Leave us a review and share this podcast with your dealer friends. Dealers helping dealers learn and grow together.